Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in, locking on. This is the War Report Radio Series. We're back today on a Sunday. Today is November 4th. Dropping another dope podcast for you guys, another dope interview. Today's episode is going to be with DJ Sage and DJ Rich Kid, both New York City DJs affiliated with Hot 97, as well as their own brands. Uh, as DJs So make sure you guys tune into this one Check this one out A lot of good gems If you guys want to know how the DJ system works How you guys can break records If you're an artist and want to get in contact with these DJs I definitely suggest you go listen to this one And shout out to their podcast as well The uh, DJ and Chill Podcast Shout out to that uh, That's what they represent And shout out to High 97 uh, Be on the lookout for Hot for Holidays I guess That's going to be in Newark The home base Shout out to North New Jersey right now, man. We're doing it big. We're going to drop this episode on you. It ran a little bit long, but it's not a problem. A lot of dope content. Again, if you want to listen in, listen to these gems, man. A lot of good gems about how to break your, your record in the game at on this podcast. So I'm not going to waste any more further time. Make sure you guys follow all of my social media handles at War Report Radio on Twitter. And at war underscore report underscore radio on Instagram. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe on iTunes. It's going to be at the iTunes podcast section under war report radio series. Peace. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode, man. Peace. All right, welcome back to the War Report. We got two very special guests with us this evening. Uh, introduce yourself. Make sure you guys speak into the microphone. Look into the camera. Say what's up. What up, everybody? I'm DJ Sage. What's going on? I'm DJ Rich Kid. Okay, now, what are you guys' affiliations? You know what I mean? You guys are DJs. Who do you guys work for? Let, let the uh, listener know some background, I would say. Um, all right, so I'm DJ Sage. I'm from the Lower East Side. Um, I'm a DJ. I work at High 97. Uh, yeah, I'm just out here doing my DJ thing. <laughs> also, I'm part of DJ and Chill. This is also my co-host, DJ Rich Kid. We have a podcast called DJ and Chill, um, where Earns World. He's also a DJ, so. That's what's yeah. up, man. So, we want to welcome the DJ and Chill podcast. To Thank you This is yeah. the World Report radio series. Shout out to you guys for being here. Shout out to my man, Kenny. Yep. Uh, shout out to Kenny. Shout yeah, out yeah. To shout out to Kenny. As a spectator. <laughs> That's what's going on. We in here, man. <laughs> All right, so what made you like want to step out and be a DJ in the first place? Let's start there. That's pretty much how I would start the interview. What made you want to be a DJ? How'd you get your start? Um, well, I've been playing piano since I was like five, so I try to get into producing, um, which kind of led me into DJing because producing wasn't really working out. So ever since I started, I've just been out here DJing in the clubs, DJing at lounges everywhere, all all over New York. <laughs> okay, okay. What about you? Um, I actually got started. I seen a DJ in my high school that was uh, did like the pep rally, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yo, he had everybody in the school going crazy." And I was like, "Yo, I want to do that." So, like the next year, I just I got a set and I started practicing, and then um, later on, I I uh, ended up opening being like Funk Flex is opening DJ and doing things like that. So yeah. So all right. So break it down, both of you guys. Nothing really crazy, quick. right? Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Break it down. How do you go from just all right wanting to get your start out, learning how to be a DJ, and then like to booking your first gig or like opening up for a, a, a DJ? How's it? How's it go? 
um it's really just a lot of networking and like meeting people and just like what was your first stuff gig? Out there. what was your first gig i mean my story isn't really normal i don't think a lot of people would have first gigs like i had because mm-hmm. um I mean, I had like first little gigs, but like my first real gig was at Liberty Theater, um, mm-hmm. opening up for Jodeci with Funk Flex. So that was obviously not the most normal thing that people do when they first start DJing. But um, my journey's a little bit different, I guess. So. Yeah. Okay, um, but how did they even like look you out? You know what I mean? What were you doing beforehand to like get your well to get into there? Um, meeting Funk Flex came about through Instagram because my friend tagged him in my photo when I first created my Instagram account. And I thought it was a joke. He had hit me up and I was like, nah, this is like not real. Like I thought, you know, I had like 70 followers at the time. I was like, this is not Flex. And then I realized it was him and he hit me up and we just started networking and um, talking a lot. So it kind of that's how I started. But, you know. I don't think everybody's yeah, like that. My story wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah. What about like yours, that. really quick? Um, I started when I was in college, so like mm-hmm. I ended up doing like college parties, and that's really what got me like my yeah. little start right there. Okay, so what about the equipment though? Like, how do you guys learn from? You guys learn on other people's equipment? Do you just make the investment yourself? Yeah, you, you just buy yeah. some equipment and just you, you teach yourself and you, taught you how to DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, definitely have to um invest. Yeah always invest in yourself so the first thing i did was go out and buy a controller which killed my pockets but i knew i was investing in my career so it's something it's a necessity like you have to do it you know okay yeah i got turntables for christmas i begged like my parents for turntables <laughs> okay and i just i got like the cheapest turntables out there okay and they hooked it up and i told myself yeah like as far as djs right now like one quick question i'm it's not really even on my question list but like DJing right now, a lot a lot of it's on laptops and I know like when hip hop first got started, I was like turntables and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like what's it like learning from just a like more digital age as a DJ two thousand seventeen kinda? Like what's it like working the whole party off a laptop kinda? I think it's easier now because like you don't have to carry so much equipment, so many like so much vinyls, everything, all your music's in your laptop, so it's a little easier. Yeah, it's definitely easier, but um, I think there's nothing like turntables. I mean, some people are kind of against CDJs, but I like CDJs. Um, I think this whole digital of just DJing off a laptop, like, I don't know, kind of takes away from the art and the culture and, you know. Okay. All right. My, um, one of my questions would be, like, as far as working at Hot 97, right, do you consider yourself, like, under a family tree of DJs? Like, I know Funk Flex is probably, like, the head of the tree. Right. Like, one of the <laughs> branches that come from his family tree or something uh-huh. like that. Do you consider working at Hot 97 like that? How do you view it, kind of? Um, I mean, I still have to, like, pinch myself when I'm up there because mm-hmm. it's so surreal for me still. But I guess you could say it's, like, you know, an umbrella under mm-hmm. underneath all the other DJs. You're kind of just learning as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the upcoming like young one so I just you know watch and observe everything that they do but yeah it will kind of be like that I guess okay now and what's it like working <laughs> with them kind of when you see all the different DJs from Hot 97 because mm-hmm. they've been working there for so long right. and they're so legendary like what's it like on a day to day basis uh, picking up knowledge and game from them 
it's a blessing <laughs> like i always tell him too like sometimes i'm just having to pinch myself that i'm actually up there or i get to just sit in the booth and watch and learn from camillo or enough Who's your favorite or, dj uh, i can't <laughs> i can't answer that one i mean i look up to all of them you know what i mean everybody has something different that they bring to the table that i take away mm-hmm. so um i don't have like a favorite per se but i definitely am inspired by all of them you know okay but no favorite to just collab with as far as who you spend most time with you um i think at the start it was definitely flex because i was around him so much and he kind of brought me into that scene mm-hmm. but i just I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think I could pick one. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Who have you been around that has, has inspired you? Um, definitely Flex. Um, enough. Um, there's a whole bunch of people. Diddy. Like, a whole bunch of people that just. Oh, like, you went left with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Diddy. <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole bunch of people. Like. Okay. Uh, well, this is kind of like a tangent going off the the from the Hot 97 thing. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you was Dame Dash. He came out a few years ago, kind of went head on with Funk Flex, saying, "Oh, you've been there for so long. You know what I mean? Why haven't you done some other uh, adventure? I guess you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or business adventure. Uh, I don't think that's the wrong word. Business venture. 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 <laughs> what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> business venture. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, what's your, what's your take on that? Because basically, Dame was saying, "Oh, like you've been there for so long, kind of mm-hmm. at the top spot." You know what I mean? You're not letting anybody kind of take your slot right. mm-hmm. as the top guy in New York City. Mm-hmm. But he has kind of no reason to right. relinquish his top spot at Hot 97. Right, now, right. as a younger Absolutely. DJ, how do you view that Sorry. as it relates to you and, and, and yourself moving forward? Because that's a tough to question. It is a tough <laughs> question, but I think there's not a lot of... It's a different time. We're in a different time. You know, when Flex came up, Obviously, it was about carrying crates. It was really about being an intern. And I think our generation, we want everything, excuse me, so instant. So it's like you see all these DJs, but you really just wonder, like, who really could take Flex's spot? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because he's the king of New York City. So I don't know. There's not. You just got to bring it. Bring it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think uh, like. Flex is kind of like built high 97, so I don't think he's ready to give that up yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he wants to ride it out as long as he can, you know what I'm saying? Because he looks okay. up to a lot of older DJs that are still in the game, so he's like, as long as they're going, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep going. That's I think that's how he looks at it. And okay. he's still hot. Yeah. You know? That's a fact. That's a fact. He's still able to control mm-hmm. what he can't control as far as like being the guy that you can still put on high 97 to on a... Like whenever he's, he's DJing Friday night, whatever the case may be, and he's like really spinning right. like hot ass records. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it was almost like from the entire time that I grew up as a kid growing up in, in, in the nineties. I was born in ninety two. He's still the same guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. as far as being a DJ mm-hmm. on the radio, he hasn't really met like lost a step in my opinion. Right. But I looked it up on Wikipedia that he's forty nine <laughs> years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then two thousand seventeen is an entire new generation mm-hmm. of artists younger artists who still relate to funk flex mm-hmm. but at the same time like when when is when is the next young person dj get on a hot 97 is right and in in uh drewski's pretty young i would say yeah mm-hmm. drewski's yeah but what's your opinion on that i mean i think flex is a very smart businessman and i think 
what he does in the sense of like still breaking records and still playing upcoming artists music makes him so relevant you know okay. so i think that's something that not all djs are able to do even having a platform you know it's still difficult to break records and put new artists on the on the map so i think you know He's built all of this work and, you know, artists still look for his confirmation that they're a hot artist. Even mm -hmm. even if the streets say he's they're hot, like, you know, they still look for Flex to be like, oh, like he's yeah. out here, you know. Yeah. So definitely. I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> OK, all right. Now, as far as DJing as a profession, do you look at it as something that you will be doing at 49 years old, though? I hope so. Yeah, hopefully. OK, hopefully. That's yeah. A good answer. yeah. But with multiple hands in different bags yeah. you know okay. like i'll get that to funk flex he's been yeah like car tv show, exactly TV, all that. so i'm not just trying to stay in one lane like definitely branch out have the tv thing music everything going on you know okay um one thing another just to veer off we're done with funk flex for right now <laughs> uh, i want to talk about mr c okay uh, as far as like that how how's that as far as just working at Hot 97, right? Is mm -hmm. Mr. C still talked of in the in the highest of lights and like with the utmost respect? Of course, he's as a DJ, mm -hmm. he hasn't lost any respect, mm -hmm. but he has become a target for, and he's not even in the limelight now. Mm -hmm. Just say like two, three years ago, we was going through all of the drama. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like now, how has that kind of related to how Mr. C is kind of viewed in the offices of Hot 97? I mean, as far as I know, I feel like he's still respected. Um, I don't really come across Mr. C a lot. Sometimes, like, depends what party he's on. But I definitely know everyone loves and respects him. I mean. Yeah, he just commented on our uh, DJ, DJ and Chill post. Page, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. So, so still yeah. shout out to Mr. C then. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All love. I mean, he's still a legend. He's definitely one of the best, so. Okay, so what's it like being competitive, though, still in the uh, 2017 hip-hop whole area of just DJing because DJing is one thing being an artist is another mm -hmm. thing what's it like being a competitor right now uh, coming up in the game as a DJ overall well me I love like competition so like anytime there's like a competition whether it be with the top guy the lowest guy I'm always like I'm just that person that's like alright you want to show off I'm going to show off we're going to you know keep it super competitive and like it's 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 kind of different now because everybody there's so many different lanes in djing right now so it's kind of hard to just focus on one thing like there's so many different music genres that people just like branch off into so you gotta you kind of gotta find your own like niche and kind of like be competitive in that niche and mm -hmm. then you know move from there so okay what's your opinion same on? i mean i think sometimes like competition is always good you know but i think especially with social media you gotta kind of stay focused and stay in your lane and focus on yourself like mm -hmm. that's something i really strive to do so i mean but who doesn't like competition you know <laughs> okay. One thing I wrote down was like, as far as like staying in one lane as a DJ, mm -hmm. I was just kind of thinking about it because there's so many different lanes. Like, there's a difference between a DJ that can do like a New York City style party, mm -hmm. or like in the Lower East Side, for example, and like a DJ that hosts a mixtape. Really, it's the same profession. Mm -hmm. But do you like consider yourself ever jumping out into something like that, like hosting a mixtape or like? Uh, like being a being a DJ for a specific artist, going on tour with that artist. Mm -hmm. Like, what what's your opinion on as far as where you see yourself in your lane as a DJ? Where do you see yourself right now, and then going forward? 
Um, I see myself doing everything. You know, I've I haven't hosted a mixtape, but like you know, showcases and all that kind of stuff. I definitely dabble in everything. I don't ever limit myself to just being like in a lounge or in a club. Like I definitely want to travel with an artist. You know, be a DJ for an artist. So yeah, I mean, I think that's the one thing about being a DJ is you should be able to be versatile and be able to do everything i don't think it should just be like oh i'm a club dj i'm gonna just bring my laptop and not learn how to play on turntables you know so yeah you definitely gotta master your craft whatever you're in you know yeah i agree i've done i've hosted mixtapes i've dj'd for artists i've done a lot a lot of it so i think like you definitely have to just like put your hand in every basket you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you gotta try everything till you find something that you love the most and then focus on that but it doesn't hurt to try every branch you know okay one question i had was that um as far as just like booking gigs right at the stage you guys are at now how does it work for you guys how fast does it move um like is it just getting an email and like oh yeah i'm booked or like how's the scheduling go for a dj how do you make sure you're not overbooked in one place or like or underbooked it happens (laughs) like like, what's the process um i mean it's it's a hustle like this game is not easy at all you're constantly trying to promote yourself put yourself on social media put out content you know you got to be hotter than you were yesterday so um as far as bookings i mean email don't hit me up in a dm no, i'm just joking um i get dms too for business but i think definitely email is the way to go so yeah yeah i think it starts from like an email and then mm-hmm. like you just you build you put it in price range yeah yeah, right. yeah of course that's like the first that's the first <laughs> thing you know is the price mm-hmm. and then um yeah like but sometimes it happens where like you might forget and you double book yourself or triple mm-hmm. book yourself or mm-hmm. you know if, if there's a time you don't have gigs like that one gig might pop up out of nowhere so it's it's definitely a hustle it's a non-stop hustle you know is there like a consistent spot where you guys are continually booked at that people could check you out at get that place a shout out um there was we or what's your favorite place to dj like right now kind of like when you get that email from that certain spot that's like yes right lasuk for me here. yeah lasuk right now 46 lounge hit me up <laughs> 46 lounges in jersey so i was there recently and i really liked it so if I could get there like once a month, I'd be I'd be happy. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Latitude, Lasuk, Central Lounge like at least once, twice a month. So, okay, that's cool, man. As far as um doing a set, right? Because one of the questions I have for just any DJ, right? Or mm-hmm. because a lot of times when you're in the club, it's like one DJ has like a ten. Uh, maybe like 11 and like then 11 to like whatever Mm -hmm. so like if you're the person going beforehand right Mm -hmm. is there like a unwritten law of like what you can and cannot play as far as turning up the club like how does that work though like do you really discuss it with the dj coming after you don't spin this record because i'm a i'm a i'm a spin it i mean there's not a discussion but there's like an unknown understanding understanding that like you can't be playing the hot records at the start of the night you can't start off with bodak yellow have you ever done that no (laughs) why not i mean no actually i haven't if you did that though as the as the first dj is that selfish i mean it's just like what are you doing like it's like a build-up you know the night is a build-up you gotta it's a performance you know you gotta take your crowd from like the bottom to the top so you can't in my opinion and i think every dj feels the same you should not be playing the hottest records at when the door is open like it's just 
Yeah, kind of messes with the vibe because like, if you play the hottest record at ten o'clock, it's not gonna get the same feel at two o'clock. You right. know, because people heard it. Already. And then you're repeating parties it. where they played a record over at and over, and play it at yeah. twelve thirty. That means they 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 need they're to not doing their job. They're no. not doing their job, and they need yeah. to go through their music and figure out what's mm-hmm. good opening music. And that's why it's so hard right now to uh, differentiate between the good DJs and the okay DJs because like everybody's playing playing in the same sets you know what I'm saying there's nobody really like varying in what they play so Mm, gotta work on it so like just for an example just to clarify right if she plays Bodak Yellow at 1030 and you come on at 1230 you're not playing it the rest of the night because I think that's you still gonna have to play it. Nah, still you still have to play it you still have to play it it's just not gonna get the same energy though yeah and it's it's annoying it's like like you, could, you couldn't play anything else. Like, <laughs> it happens, man. Trust me. I had I had a, a older DJ tell me that one time when I first started out. I was playing like all the hottest records, and he was like, "Yo, it's too early for that." Like you know, like I think you need somebody. Like if you do something like that, and you're a younger you. DJ, you need somebody to check you and, and be you like, "Never Bro, do it again." It's not what you do, you know. So okay. Um, as far as New York City goes, right, as compared to like other markets, probably it's the biggest mm-hmm. for, for one. And like, there's clubs all over the city. So like, you guys are getting booked, and that's great. But like, for for even younger DJ than yourself, how hard is it to break through and kind of get your first kind of on the scene DJ look in New York City specifically? Or do you have it's, to branch out to Jersey? No, I don't. I don't think you have to branch out. I think if you want to be in the city, like there's means and there's ways to doing it. You know, it's all about networking, showing your face, and just promoting yourself twenty four seven. You know, that's kind of what it comes down to. But anything's possible. I mean, if you want to DJ in New York, who's to say Go you can't it. do it? Yeah, yeah, you just gotta do it. So. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one thing about um, as far as like the New York rap scene, let's get into the New York rap scene. Uh, what are some of the artists that haven't maybe blown up yet? Like we're talking like past a boogie because he doesn't even count anymore because mm-hmm. he's pretty much established. Mm-hmm. Who you, who, who's on the radar for you guys as far as DJs up and coming tri-state area right now? Artists. Artists. Yeah. You got artists, a whole artists. bunch of artists. Um. Yeah. Signature. Uni G. Um. Who else? trying to think there's been a lot of artists in our dj and chill dms that we've been like playing their music lino da vinci's one of them um we're constantly going through the list of artists so off the top of my head i think signature is really hot right now yeah signature's heating up right now yeah um uni g too you work with bianca too bianca but i feel like bianca's on already i don't think right she's on love and hip-hop yeah she's on love and hip-hop yeah. Okay. There's uh, a lot of artists out there's a here. Lot. There's a lot. It's hard to think of like a whole bunch, but there's a lot of good artists out there mm-hmm. right now that, that really need like a, a big shot. Platform. You know? Okay. Yeah. I was going to hold on like on to like how to break an artist mm-hmm. for as far as you guys are concerned, like a little bit later on the show, but we can get into it now. Um, Like because 2017 is, is so many artists, right? That mm-hmm. can potentially have access to you through just technology right mm-hmm. instagram twitter whatever the case may be like how desperate are you to like even check an artist dm like yo check out my song like do you have to listen technically as a dj you don't have Is it your responsibility i mean yes and no like i feel like sometimes you know artists will kind of harass or like just like really be persistent but in the wrong way so it comes off a little bit like ignorant you know so i think it it really depends on how the artist approaches you in the dms if they're gonna ask you 
to listen to the record, you know. But um, I think it is a DJ's responsibility. But at the end of the day, like we're gonna maneuver and move how we want to when it comes to records. Absolutely. You know? I think my fault. I think um, I definitely listen to everything because I missed out on breaking two pretty big records. So the first one was uh, OT Genesis Coco. I was like one of the first people with it, and I wasn't feeling it at the moment. Oh, Lord. And then the next week Damn. it blew up. <laughs> and then the second one was uh, A Boogie. I missed out on A Boogie, and because just being lazy and not really like listening to it right away. Yeah. And and it blew up. So so, so they so sent you the, the song. Yeah. Yeah. And you was like, it's either whack or you're not feeling it or yeah. Or just, you weren't feeling I was, it. Coco, Coco, I wasn't feeling in the beginning because you know what it was. They sent me the video and it was like him throwing like powder up in the air and i was like i, I, mean, I don't I know see, yeah. i was like i don't know yeah i don't know i was like in the room saying the video was fine i know the mics didn't pick that up yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know i i don't know why i missed out on them but i did and i, I kicked myself every day for it that's yo it's kind of funny uh funk flex was like i remember when he when uh, he started playing that record mm-hmm. i love how he gets so excited over yeah, like, big yeah. records he knows they're going to be big mm-hmm. so that's that's crazy man yeah he, he went crazy over that right yeah he did Three, four times. Yeah. <laughs> you heard. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah, so like at the end of the day it is on the artist, right? To get mm-hmm. to get like popping themselves for the mm-hmm. for you to take notice and spend it. Sometimes yeah. you don't have to even ask, right? Because right. you like you don't know the artist sometimes and right. you're like everybody spinning it is hot. You agree that it's hot because mm-hmm. it's hot, everybody agrees. Mm-hmm. And you and you spin it, right? But at the same time it's like, man, like I guess if you don't you you guys feel the responsibility I feel like right you would agree yeah hundred yeah, percent yeah. yeah but it's like sometimes artists need to realize that they need to build something first mm-hmm. in order for anybody to believe it and if you don't believe it yourself why are you pitching it to the DJ if 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 we feel like we don't believe it yeah. you know so like it's a little different if you come across the record yourself yeah right. and you could kind of guide the artist on what to do mm-hmm. or like how to move so that that comes into play too. Other than just people just sending you stuff when it's saying. Yeah, hold up. Just to, before he said, he asked Tyrese in the building. He said, "Y'all never found an artist that you you found that was hot and wanted to take to the next level." Go ahead, because I know the mics didn't pick that up. Well, for me personally, I don't feel I'm still building as a DJ, so I'm always real with artists. You know, they'll come to me and ask if I'll manage them and stuff like that. And it's just like if I'm not where I want to be yet, I can't bring you anywhere. You know, so I could play the record, I could believe in the record, mm-hmm. I could push the record, like. Um, recently, Wolf Tyler, she's an artist, she dropped a single, Impressed. And I really believe in the song, so I'll take it to where I feel like I can. But, you know, you have to understand that. Wolf Tyler has a million followers, and if, and if, and if her Instagram can't get it popping, it's not like a DJ's gonna get the record popping. If what? So Wolf Tyler has a million followers. Right. So he says Wolf Tyler has a million followers. Right, yeah. so mm-hmm. another example of that would be Signature. So Signature doesn't have a million followers. She had like, I don't know, like 8,000 followers. And between me and Rich Kid, we've believed in her, mm-hmm. you know, to the yeah. point that we kept tagging Funk Flex, telling Flex to bring her up. And recently yeah. she, she just, just did the, the freestyle. freestyle. So it just takes moments like that. But going back to like Wolf Tyler, I understand the whole like she has a million followers. But I think people get a little bit mis 
guided just thinking that they have followers and maybe their song will get a lot of plays that doesn't necessarily mean that the djs are going to believe in the record you know djs at hot 97 at any radio station have much bigger platforms than the soundclouds you know what i mean so if she gets like let's say half a million streams that doesn't necessarily mean flex is going to go play the song you know, so I think DJs still have to believe in. The, well, what's, in, what's the difference between like a record that is is online friendly, where it's blowing up? Because mm-hmm. there's so many artists online. Like I discovered like Trippy Red. I know he's already popular. Uh, I now. like Trippy Red. Yeah, but the thing about him is like I didn't know who he really was till he started popping up on my Instagram. Yeah, and, yeah. And mm-hmm. now YouTube, and he's already at like a million views. Mm-hmm. But. It's not the type of music that you hear on the radio, right? So, but that's that's the example. Like, what's the discretion that you use from an internet popular record to like something that can actually get radio spins? That's where the DJ comes in. You know, that's when they determine if it's worth being on, if it can be on the radio, if it's worth being played in the club. Like, it really depends. Every record is set for a different setting, and that's the thing artists I feel like don't understand either. Is like, if you have a song, yeah. All your followers are messing with it, but that doesn't mean radio is gonna mess yeah. with it. Radio is a different, different. It has to be different. marketable. Why is it? Right. Why is it? Why? Why is it? It has to be. It has to be marketable. So it has to be able to, like, with SoundCloud, you can pick and choose what you want to listen to. The radio is constantly playing the same tracks over and over mm-hmm. and over again. So it has to appeal to like the masses and different age ranges. So there's a lot more that goes into like radio play records than just like an online record where like Mm -hmm. if you don't like it you could just press you know skip or you don't have to mess with it you know what i'm saying so i think i think that's one of the biggest differences right okay that that was um that's a good point um i i wanted to ask you that as far as like why when we as a consumer if i'm listening to hot 97 power 105 whatever the case may be it's like certain tracks you hear every hour Mm -hmm. so like what like why is that why why did you have to play one record every single hour of every because some records get spun get spun like 20 times a day and, and it's and it's not like hating on it because a lot of times the records are worthy yeah of that so like i don't want to take like discredit from the artist or nothing like that saying oh this record i don't need to hear this record all the time yeah but like is it is it the labels is it the labels like i think it has saying, to do with like programming like it's it, it's a because lot of say radio budget what is a radio budget what has the radio budget affect the dj i don't know I, i'll give that to you you can't say how it. does the radio budget i like mean a, like a label's radio budget how does that affect the dj's decision to actually i play? think i think there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes on with radio that a lot of people don't understand and it's just it's a business at the end of the day so they're gonna do what's right for their business you okay. know so Radio's a different, different, different type of platform. I think that's what's still good about Flex and, you know, the other stations that are able to do late night breaking records or Drewski, you know, Mm -hmm. I know he does that too, is that they have a little bit more flexibility to play whatever and it doesn't really have to have a radio sound. Mm -hmm. But you got to think daytime radio's like commercial, you know, so they got to repeat certain records. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, because like if, if, let's say... Drake has one of the hottest songs out right now and everybody wants to hear it. Not everybody's tuned in at 12 o'clock to hear the song, you know what I'm saying? So they got to play it again at, at 1 o'clock, one, one, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, right. you know? So everybody gets a chance to hear it since that's like the hottest song, you know? Okay, real quick, Tyrese, do you have any other questions right now? Are you an like artist? I'm actually an artist. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. I got a vibe. Right. This, is my, this, is, right, this is my question. What I was saying 
I'm gonna repeat it on the mic. Okay. Wolf Tyler is in the same boat as Trippy Red, but. Okay, he doesn't need radio. I never heard of her. I never so heard that before. I that never heard of Wolf Tyler. Well, she started of she started on Vine, yeah. so. Well, I can't, I can't really, I can't really speak on that because I never heard her music. So, but I'm, in know, the, I'm in the blind here. I'm in the blind here. Yeah. All right. But so, you know, just, a, just a, so, go ahead. So, for an example of that, I don't know if y'all know Russ. Y'all heard of Russ? So, Russ has the biggest following. He sells out shows. He sold out Webster Hall. But he's still whining that radio doesn't play his music. So, that's so that's an example that yeah. it doesn't matter how many followers you have. No, 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 you no, you still... Number one, he's still successful. And I think that he's trying to, like, change music on the radio. Because right now it's, it's bullshit. Right. right. So, he's trying to change it. He, just because he's fighting for more doesn't mean he's not satisfied with what he has. Mm-hmm. Just to just to clarify, he's saying like, why isn't there any DJ slash artist team like that come up? Like an artist doesn't come out with their DJ. Like, well, it's not the '80s though. It's not. Like, it's not that's like, what. It's that's that's not, the thing. It's a, a very different it's, time, I'll and I just feel like a lot yeah. of artists aren't as dedicated to the DJs. A lot of artists, you know, we talk about this on our podcast all the time, and it's just like there's a lot of. Me personally, I could name an artist I vouch for, but that doesn't mean that we. For instance, I heard DJ Khaled one time. He said he was playing uh, a Acer record so much that they want to take him off the album. I'm talking about that type of belief, not Mm -hmm. not 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 no bullshit. Right, right. Um, that's a good that's a good question. That's a good question. Because, because nobody every, wants to build with each right. other right now. That's and the thing. It's like if you don't have. So it's not. It's not like I'm down to build with anybody. But like I said, I can only take you. But so far. And if I don't have a million followers and the artist has a million followers and they want to mess with me, it's not going to balance out. Same way if I have a million followers and I try to break somebody's record, it might or might it might work or might not work. But it's like. No one's really trying to build with each other unless you have a huge following. Right. Your social it's, media. It's more about it's more about being it's more about being popular right now exactly. than, than building. I think yeah. a lot of things is like a popularity contest right now. I think everybody wants something instant. And to be honest, 
that's why we do talk about Signature a lot. Shout outs to her because she don't care about the followers. She don't care about nothing. She's really in it for hip hop. She's really in it for the music. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of artists get gassed off of thinking that they got SoundCloud, SoundCloud plays. They got a million followers. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just different. And there's no artists that are really like, yo, we're going to hustle. We're going we gonna to buy a $5 sandwich and share it together. Like, people just want it like this. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, hold on. Signature would probably so, be the one artist. Yeah. Is, there any, is there any example yeah. right now in the game that, like, of that right now that you're talking about? Like, who, is, who, would, that, who would they even aspire to be? Because it's not going to be like an Eric B. and Rakim situation right now in 2017. <laughs> Like, who, who, like, even I Drake mean, they could, but no, no DJ is just as big as the artist nowadays. Like, it just yeah. Maybe DJ and Mustard then, and uh and uh. I know a lot of tough rappers. I'm not even talking about myself. Like, I know a lot of good rappers that every a lot of people are talking about. I know a few people, but like, they don't really have a DJ. I will pick them up. I know a lot of people that got a lot of buzz. If one DJ picked them up. They would be out of here because they got so much stuff. Mm. And they'll support, and the people at High 97 or whatever, they'll support somebody with a million followers, but it isn't authentic. It's somebody with 7,000 followers, and all 7,000 of them are authentic. Y'all don't even pay any attention. That's that's just the game right crit- now. Same, it's the same thing with DJs. No, I'm I'm not saying me personally, but I'm just saying that's the like even me. I can't get booked in certain places because I don't have a million have a followers. followers right? You know what I'm saying? So as a DJ, no, I, I follow my list. I'm the one person that doesn't care about social media. Yeah, this I kid. fight everybody on social media. I don't like I could care less about it. Photos, nothing. Nah, I'm I'm not crying because I like social media doesn't define me what i do in person defines me you know what i'm saying so if you're gonna support me you're gonna support me because you see me in the club and i tore it down that's how you're gonna support me not because i have a million followers and like you said it's not authentic like i I just did an experiment on our thing so i bought followers to see if it would change he bought likes i bought likes my fault i bought likes i didn't buy followers so they flamed him right for doing that (laughs) because i was like i was like yo i just want to see if it changes anything like if pe- more people are gonna hit me up for gigs if i'm gonna get something different come to find out i got two gigs out of it right off the back more people nobody said anything to me like yo my likes jumped from like a hundred to like a thousand and in, in the course of a day yeah. no one checked me about it no one said anything about it so my whole thing was like do people even care if you really like building this following or if you could just buy a following overnight and put out music and then you hot now you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. As as to like breaking artists like what you said like would I give him a chance? Uh yeah, I give every artist that I think is dope a chance. So signature, Uni G, uh, this girl named Saki Bomb that's from Long Island, Passport General, another and person from Long Island. And you was rocking with Island. Bianca before she was on yeah, Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, I was Hip-Hop rocking too. with Bianca before she was on Love and Hip Hop. Same thing with signature. Me and signature built from like the beginning to her getting on the flex like. to do the freestyle. So there's a lot of artists that I think I built with genuinely not and like right, a lot of these people don't have at followers the same time, that doesn't mean you're going to spin their records at a club though. it depends what record like, is. if it's not a club record and i can't spin it at the club then no but showcase yeah but i think i think this is where people get a little bit confused with artists and djs sometimes when you're coming up as a dj there's so much work you got to put into your brand as a dj before you can even think about coming up with an artist and it's like yeah if y'all gonna come up together that's great but y'all both have to invest in each other and i can't tell an artist what to do if i don't even know how to put myself in a club yet 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, for someone like me, I started coming up about two and a half years ago. And my journey has just been like this. But things don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh Tara, because you, you don't got a mic. Because <laughs> when you want to be speaking, I mean, it's not on the audio track. <laughs> All right. No, I, I'm, I. Yeah, but, but then, no, but then it becomes I'm more not. about them and not about you at right, that point, because so, you're, because you're the artist, you're the artist DJ. You're not the DJ. So it's more about them. It, no, no, no. So I mean, you got to get hot yourself first. What type of DJ you want to be? Not all DJs are gonna be DJs for artists. Not all DJs are going yeah. to be mm. breaking artist record. There's different lanes for every DJ, and I think that's people need to realize that too. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm building my brand as Sage as a DJ, and I'm trying to get myself in the building of Hot 97, I'm putting blood, sweat, and tears seven days a week, 24/7 into DJ Sage. I physically do not have time to sit with an artist and figure out how we're gonna make you better. If I'm trying to make myself better mm-hmm. When I'm at Right Teaming up is different But I'm gonna speak for myself personally For the past two years I've been so indulged in my brand I haven't even thought about Breaking artists Until recently Until even when I was at the f- the Freestyle with Signature And I saw that she was on with Flex But even then I seen how much she's grinded She's been in this for years You know what I'm saying So Nothing happens overnight everybody's journey is different you know some people want to ride with the artist they can ride with the artist i know me personally i'm looking to be like a flex i'm looking to have that platform that i could break artists you know what i'm saying on the radio but i think it really really varies and you got to believe in the artist just as much as the artist believes in their dj you know a lot of artists don't go hard for djs a lot of artists will send you dms will write to you but they won't even post you so it's just or or show up to wherever you're spinning at so if you play their record they're not even there to hear you play the right because they're not so now you want me to play it you're not supporting me i'm supporting you right like it's a two-way street you know what i'm saying Mm. so I'm telling so, y'all, listen to DJ Chill. We we drop all the gems about this because you know we have we have a lot of artists that do come for us. We're three DJs on a podcast. Uh, shout but, out to the podcast. One shout out to the podcast. Right, right. People listen to it real quick. Um, y'all can find it on SoundCloud and Apple Music, and also follow us on Instagram at DJ and Chill. But we've talked about this all the time about artists not coming to support us. We had a biggest party for DJ and Chill last month. Mm-hmm. Nobody came out. We did it again. Like no artists came out. We put we put them on blast. We was like, yo. Yeah, talking about play our records, but y'all not even here to mm-hmm. hear the record. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you don't you haven't really named any artists that you were really about for so I mean, me she, personally. She, I feel like she answered the question. I have me personally. I mean, I, me personally. I, I could bring up I could bring I up my DMs. Dark. You know, we got like <laughs> if, if this is really but that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these artists that really be in my messages constantly and I'm like, yo, I listened to your record, whatever, we played it, but you wasn't even there. So it's yeah. like now. Hold up. Now hold up. Now I know a few artists. I know a few artists, what? though. I know a what few artists. But if if they don't come we in, got person, Kenny in the, we got Kenny in the room. Now. <laughs> Can you speak into the microphone? Unlike unlike Tyrese, this guy Tyrese. Hold up, this guy Tyrese been talking over the audio track. We can't hear shit that he's saying on the playback. <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking edit this shit, man. <laughs> can he say something? Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to say that's why all that Instagram shit don't matter because, right. like, mm-hmm. now I mean, 
they in your DMs and they not pulling up to your show. They don't right. know you in real life, so mm-hmm. they right. don't really give a fuck. They just trying to get you to post so that they could go viral. And they see, they see, you know what I mean? Oh, you got two pages? Oh, you got 10,000? All right, that's more than me, so I'ma just, and it's gonna go up from there. Mm-hmm. We about to link up, you about to be my this, my, that, because mm-hmm. I DM'd you, but nah, that's not how it works. But the fact that I somebody, can't even, right, the fact I that I, to, uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. My, last, my final statement was, but to build with somebody, you gotta meet them in real life right. and find out who they really are. Right, mm-hmm. hence how I met Kenny, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Kenny for uh, cleaning that up. Tyrese, you got anything to say before? Yes, bro? I do. Come on, right. hold on. He you got a lot to say. say. Do you have anything to say to Kenny's? Because he made a great point. No, he's like, the artists themselves, Tyrese. They're not invested completely in the DJ. They're so not. Why, and I think why would the DJ invest. go and waste their time and invest completely one hundred percent in one person? No, okay. no, let them in because I feel like they answered that. Do you have anything? Wait, to first say? of all, can I say your Naughty by Nature hoodie is fire? Can I just say that? Can I get that off? Can I get that off? Naughty by Nature. <laughs> really? Okay. But. Right. Yeah. No. There. No, I don't think. I don't think there's a fight. I think there's just a difference. Like you know, like. I give it to Rich Kid. He really does be like DJing for artists. He he DJs for Signature a lot before anybody believed in Signature. Mm. It's a girl. Signature. It's Signature. Oh, DJ Rich Kid with Um, two Ds. Yeah. Nah, it's about me. It's that. It's about me at that point on my on my Instagram. What? What? No, the DJ and Chill podcast. Is it just Rick Ross? But he's Rick Ross. He's Rick Ross. But, he's just being a real nigga but Rick Ross, Rick Ross is a label head. It's different. He ha- so he's, he's getting paid. He's getting. I'm not. Right, no, I'm, right I'm now I'm gonna say a DJ. disclaimer real quick. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But I can say me personally, like I'm not in this to break. Not because you're not on the I know myself right now, like, I'm not at a, a level that I could take an artist to another mm-hmm. level. So I'm not even going to sit here in front. Like, I am posting artists and doing all this kind of stuff. No, I'm focused on me. I'm focused on Sage and my journey, and that's mm-hmm. just how I am. Other DJs might have different roles. I still believe in artist music. I'll still play. I'll still send you videos. Mm-hmm. But it's all up to how much you're going to hustle. You know what I'm saying? And One kid that did stand out to me is Lionel Da Vinci. Shout-outs to him. He came all the way from Staten Island. Um, just because he heard what I said on the podcast mm-hmm. saying that artists don't come out to support DJs because that's a fact. And real quick, and like, like I, 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 I still, not that I've come across. I still um, go out and look. I do a showcase once a month in Long Island for like no money just to find new artists. So I'm look. it's not like I'm not just looking for new talent. I'm actually putting myself in the position to find new people. But like I said, I can only take them so far. I'm still trying to get to like a flex position. You know what I'm saying? So. I can't really help you build to where you need to be all the way if I'm not where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to focus on somebody else's like journey Career. when you're trying to focus on your own. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's it's, it's hard. In my opinion, I just feel like there should be at least one artist in, in your journey. Well, yeah, but I, that, num- number one, though, no matter what, especially right now, what's necessary to break anything is a platform. Right. And pretty much like those that you have to create that on your own just in this day and age like that's just a fact like and even if even when you have like a fake platform 
like and you put someone on that platform it's just kind of fake if you just put them on it it's like putting a picture up it's just a shout out nobody gonna give a fuck and who really cares about instagram and if if they're not on instagram then they're not valid that's the thing people are too concerned about seeing your moves you don't need to see what i'm doing you need you don't need to see who i'm associated with yeah. you're gonna see it when it's time you but know what e- I'm saying? even so then with, with dj and chill we used to do artists of the week so we used to put artists that we thought that we thought were like up and coming artists that were building that were hot we would post them shout them on the podcast we would Tag they would them. like it and we wouldn't get they wouldn't repost us they wouldn't some of them just the ones we knew personally would be like thank you but other ones would just like it and then keep it pushing never shout so out the podcast we're giving you a platform it. to to make you bigger and better and you're not even helping yourself by reposting what we did or you know acknowledging, what I'm saying? Or acknowledging the podcast it. so we switched you know? it up and now we do dj of the week because djs are more you know inclined to be like oh shit i'm the dj of the week good looks you know what i'm saying repost all that stuff so mm-hmm. you know so like i said it's i have street. one one follow-up question to all of this right because like back in the day say like not even like 90s but like 2000s right you have like at least like a dj clue whatever and it's still djs that definitely do mixes and stuff like that but i don't really see like the like the investment in the artists is like oh where you have a whole bunch of like just unsigned un- no name guys that a dj just puts out like a consistent like mixtape to right. as far as well they do it but like not really in new it's, york style how it used to be it's because it's not needed right now there's so many platforms for you to find new music like there's you have itunes you have spotify you have soundcloud you know what i'm saying yeah but we like, can go to one place where like, the dj already knows that it's hot and he like you know what i'm saying there, that's, there's that's djs that do that i mean i think Ernst does it like new new music monday miss milan does it shout outs to miss milan she's a dj too um she'll have new artists that you ain't never heard of but she'll make a playlist about them she'll shout them out she'll tag them but you know i think there's this constant battle in my opinion between artists and djs and i think it's never ending and i think sometimes in my opinion you know y'all could come at me if you want but i think artists kind of feel this sense of entitlement from the dj without even networking with the dj without even getting to know the dj i could name so many artists that literally be in my dms probably know shit about me but they just see a hot 97 logo and they automatically assume i'm somebody and they don't know anything about me they don't take the time to like my photos look at my youtube videos nothing but they want me to play their records so it's like it's half and half there has to be you know i mean i i think right now especially with the internet anyway though it's up to the artists to find places to uh get your music placed and find open mics because all of those things are available right what like i think and and this is what something i said when i came here before uh like in the summer but with the in, with the internet just being available there's no excuse for ignorance in america anymore so like there's ways you could find places to put things mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that you can create content whatever content that you want and put it out there for the world to see and if it's good then you're gonna get popping that's mm-hmm. that you know what i mean right now specifically ignorant shit is popping on instagram so that's and that's what's like the wave right now so that's what mm-hmm. people are kind of doing but that'll change the wave always changes now i mean it's it's the entertainment business it's all about who's entertaining right in these streets that's yeah. it yeah good point okay moving right along <laughs> <laughs> we uh spent uh good uh, good a lot of uh, a lot of energy on that good 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 uh conversation nonetheless have a uh question for dj sage real quick What's up? about being a female dj in a 
male dominated uh mm-hmm. i guess industry of uh, like how, how how what's the what's the protocol on being a female dj in 2017 like what is the like professionalism that goes into it has an artist ever like try to get at you on a personal level i like, mean yeah like, what you, you saw how right do you handle now that? How do you handle that? <laughs> it happens on the regular like i definitely i definitely like go hard and i and i have a strong opinion on a lot of things you know like i'm not afraid to state my opinion and say stuff and i'm not just a pretty face like i don't believe in you know just djing behind the turntables looking cute you know what i'm saying like i really am for it for the culture i'm sorry what was exactly your question i got add just, you like that? huh yeah people always think you know oh she's cute but like i get all the time like oh you could really dj and it's just like what did you think i was gonna do yeah you know so i I don't really have that myth i've run into a lot of female djs that really like can spin can spin yeah so like that's like a that's like a given for Mm -hmm. for a lot of because like djing is sexless but at the same time it's like do you feel yourself in more competition or coming from or with a chip on your shoulder because you are a female in the industry as a dj um not really i mean i don't think i get that type of energy to my face maybe behind my back i don't know but with people that i come across it's always a lot of love it's always a lot of respect and i'm also always with my team like i'm always either with rich kid or earns or you know guys that reflect me you know so um yeah i think i think it's always a lot of love like there's never which uh is it male and female love or is it yeah it's male female love i mean you know females will be which female uh dj show you show you the most love you said um megan wright from high 97 she's definitely like taking me under her wing and like helped me out a lot um miss milan dj miss milan she's dope too me and her have gotten really close so you know there's there's a couple djs out there a couple female djs that you know i, I mess with so okay <laughs> any comment is that as a, as a male dj do you see any difference from um no nah, i just think she's a dope dj there's a lot of female djs out there that actually are just the face and just there because they're like a female they can't really dj that well mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, she's one of uh, uh, a good many that can. So, you know. Okay. Uh, we, I want to touch on uh, New York City artists specifically, right? Because uh, you guys are affiliated with Yo, y'all yeah, can't give it up with the artists, well, can you? I mean, I'm just joking. I'm joking. And artists, they, they I'm hand joking. Hand, right? <laughs> so, like, as far as uh, representing New York City, as far as the sound goes, uh-huh. um, I know in different areas, say, like Atlanta, they really only rock with Atlanta artists on the radio, mm-hmm. whereas New York is more uh, nationwide. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? You know what I mean? Do you feel like New York has to represent New York City more? Because uh, they do. But it's more of the international, not international, but countrywide sound. Like, you guys ha- have no problem playing a, a Atlanta record or a Los Angeles record on the New York radio. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of New York artists try. I don't think New York has a sound right now, in my opinion. I don't think New York has this, you know, like kind of fat joe movement like Mm -hmm. it was in the early 2000s i think everybody's trying to sound like this migos wave and Mm -hmm. shit like that so it makes it difficult for new york to have a voice which is probably why there's no new new york artists that are really being represented on the radio you know because yeah i agree i think everybody's uh a lot of the artists from new york are chasing that wave of down south music and um like i was so excited to hear casanova when casanova first came out because that was like 
to me like a new york record you know what i'm saying even a boogie a boogie too a boogie saying that's a little different than Mm -hmm. like typical new york but it kind of made like his kind of new school yeah 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 it was it was new school and then don q of course is you know same thing new york hip-hop so like i guess a lot of the it's a lot of people just trying to ride the wave instead of creating a wave i guess Mm -hmm. so that kind of makes it harder to play new york sounding records you know what i'm saying so so then what about signature like how do you feel about her and what she represents she's dope she uh signature has a new york she has sound. a new york sound mm-hmm. and and like she's even like had collabs with like too short trey the truth like and still kept it like new york you know what i'm saying like like she's she's a dope person but she's but also she's, she's all about bars you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, like she's she, more about bars she's yeah. so like hip-hop like early 2000 90 yeah. type of vibe and she really really rocks that and she really believes in it and mm-hmm. you hear her talk about that a lot like yeah. i should bar, definitely oh, look her up bars really even it, it, it's, i mean it's kind of relevant i think i feel like yeah, especially just, with females like bars matter and the fact that she's like, a female rapper and she got point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Female rappers, I don't think they can do the mumble rap, but at this point in 2017, does it really matter about nah, bars? Nah, I, I feel like it, it I, matters. I feel like bars matter a little bit, but like to be honest, really I don't, I don't heard it already. It's, do. it's so many. Not girls, girls can still. Girls are coming up with bars. Girls are coming up. It's, it's stuff that we haven't heard before, but right. like I, I've heard every bar about selling crack and dope. I've heard every bar <laughs> about killing niggas. I've heard every bar. Now I mean, I mean honestly though, if a nigga tough, he tough. So. It's people that I still hear, and every time I'm like, God damn, how the fuck did you think of that? But mm. you know what's is, I mean? what's interesting? Um, I recently saw Mano, and he he came to promote his album. Um, his is it a mixtape album? I don't sure. even know. Um, and he was saying the same thing. Like he's tired of rapping about bitches. He's tired of rapping about street shit. Like he his new project is really like. You know, a different type of Mano, which is dope that artists can acknowledge that they're tired of rapping about the same shit. Like, it gets old. You're going to find out. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Now you're going to hear some of his stuff. His, his Are, stuff is dope. Mm hmm. Yeah, that, was mm-hmm. that was a long time. That was so long now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a, um, like, kind of, uh, not an RB, but like he has a, a feature. I rock with Mano. I rock with Mano just because yeah, he rocks with Drewski, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. okay. I, I rock with mm-hmm. Okay, one more question uh, as far as uh, this DJing. Right? Let's get back into DJing really quickly because um, I know somebody wanted to ask this question. What's it like preparing for a set um, for a specific crowd? And then have you guys ever been like received badly by a crowd where you like kind of weren't prepared or you just weren't spending the records that they they wanted you to spend what's that like um well to answer your second question i'm always i play everything (laughs) anybody like that hears my set knows that i I throw in a little bit of everything into my set so me personally i've never had that kind of issue where i've been in a different type of setting and haven't known how to play for those type of people um i think that's the one most important thing about being a DJ is being able to play for every type of race, for being able to get every type of race to dance, because I think that's that's most important. And just knowing your music and knowing where music comes from and not just knowing the street shit, but knowing like 
the house, you know, like house music and like where stuff was sampled from and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think, I think I've had maybe one experience of where what? I wasn't, yeah, where I wasn't prepared. This is like when I first started. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. So, Wait, I, I, so how do you notice you did it bad though as a DJ? Do people just start walking out the club? Like, oh, nah, people will look at you and you know the look. You know the look when you when you messing up. Yeah. You know the look. People but everybody look at gotta you go just, through that too. Yeah. yeah. What about getting requests in the club? Like, like, nah. do you do that? Do you accept people walking up to you like, yo, spin this or request this? Depends. I try, yeah. I try not to. It depends where you're at. But what, I, what I do you do? Like say tonight, right? You're DJing somewhere, and somebody like dead ass, like yo, I want to hear this record. Do you just be like yo, act like you can't hear them? Like get your I crew just, to just move <laughs> out the fucking way. Like what's the protocol? I'd be like, yo, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, it's you never, just, never, just playing. never playing. Yeah. Just, if, yeah, especially if it's saying seven is saying crazy. Like that usually requests are like the sense. craziest requests that don't make sense. Mm-hmm, I've never gotten not. a request where it was like. Something that made sense that especially that for like was a the venue. I did in yours. Yeah, yeah. And it's kinda insulting when people be like, Yo, <laughs> let is. me request it's this. It's like, what do you mean? Like so. nah, like you want a DJ? I think so. Like, yo, if I'm if I'm in the club and I want to some shit, I'm gonna Nah. You know what it's like? It's like let's say you a painter, right? And you paint in a picture and someone's like, you know what? I think you should put that over there. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's your art. How you gonna how you gonna tell me how to finesse? But, but again, also you, you gotta it for understand, people, so right? And sometimes, sometimes people are drunk. They want to hear. Like sometimes people will be like, "Can you hear this? Can I play? Can you play Drake?" And it's like this slow song doesn't make sense, but they're lit and they want to hear it. And you're not the only person in the party. And right. I think I think a painting isn't a good analogy because like while someone painting a painting and ain't nobody right behind them, mm-hmm. but while you dancing on the stage, if you ask, they gonna throw tomatoes on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick That's question. True. What if what if there's an artist that they eye, they just mm-hmm. eye, right? You know what I'm saying? And like you've heard their records before, but they they show you love in the club. Are you gonna spin their record in at the party? He played it. Remember he played Mook or Mo- Murder Mook? Yeah, that record was fire. I liked it. Uh-oh. But oh, oh, come on. I like I like the I like the Murder Mook. I like I like the Murder. Y'all ain't like the Murder Mook record. Nah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel I feel like it's yeah. a little. It was a dated record, but, but I, I feel like it club? was dated. But I, I don't think it was bad. Yeah. What if? He yeah. Did. What if? Nah, yeah, he didn't press me. Oh, he didn't. No, he didn't even talk to me. Really? Somebody came up to you with the record, no? Yeah. Shampoo. He came up to oh, okay. me. So he gave you the record. Yeah, he gave me the record. Yeah, yeah, no. Because it Definitely wasn't wouldn't. that type of. I was like, no, nah, I actually had the record. I had the record. I had the record. I had the record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So any artist that does that, you gonna play it? Um. If it makes sense. If it makes sense. It it kind of did because it was like that beat. He did he extort you? Did Murder Mook extort? Loki. <laughs> but it was it wasn't I've like heard stories. It wasn't it was action one now. One it was No, I had my I had my own like reasons behind it too, cause uh, it was a promoter that does a party on another day that it's came political. up to me. And he was like he was like play the record. So I was like, yo, you know, I'm trying to get on your Monday party. So you know I had to you know I had to Things finesse. You, gotta do in the business. you know? I, I had to I had to do it. I can't. I can't be bought. 
can't I can be boy. I say that I can be boy. <laughs> Listen, this you? is what the music you? industry. I don't know where y'all thought y'all was at. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we know. I probably would have played that shit too. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it's like, I, and I limit it. I limit it because, like, 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 let's say if you wanted me to play another record, I'd be like, yo, bro, I really can't do it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get two out of me. One, you know, and plus I know Mook, so it's a little, you know. Hey, man. Relationships key, and you know, it's he's from Harlem. I'm from the Bronx. Make sure we know the same build. people, so you know, like, like, like you said, it might not work for everybody. I wouldn't do that for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, has there any? But right, you brought up a good point, uh, DJ Sage. Like, as far as just like keeping good connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like you you don't really like try to burn bridges, but have you ever had to done that with an artist that that end up being popular after the fact, like? Or, or is that no? No, um, I'm. I always. One thing that I've been taught. Um, shout outs to enough. He always tells me this is like relationships are the most important thing before anything, and you always want to make sure people have something good to say about you versus bad. You know, so mm-hmm. I really take you that even, with me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I take that with me everywhere. Like I make sure that you have know. Have you seen it done by other DJs? Yeah, I see a lot of people burning bridges. You know, pe- everybody thinks that there's somebody. You know, so I think people's egos and followers and all types of stuff gets to people's head to the point that they think that there's someone before they even get the chance to become somebody, you okay. know, so, um, yeah. Okay. Which artist was it? Do you remember the artist specifically that it was? Well, I was referring to um, DJs, but I think yeah. I haven't really come across artists that have done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Because artists at the end of the day. Once they're on, like, it doesn't really... Why go backwards and, like, try to shit on somebody who didn't, like, want to spin your records after the fact? Right. Unless you hurt. Yeah, unless you, like, really hurt hurt about it. But Mm -hmm. you can't be really hurt when you're winning, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. So, it's weird. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, is there anything else you guys want to, like, kind of discuss as far as DJs and and, and New York City rap right now? Like, what would you have to say to somebody listening? I feel like we covered a lot, (laughs) Nah, it was dope. This is, like, a podcast. Right. It is a a podcast. It is a podcast. (laughs) No, I'm saying it was, like, our podcast. Oh, yeah, our podcast. We be going in. We be arguing with each other. We be arguing about artists all the time. Like, it's... No, no. Not at all. This is the same stuff we do, bro. All the time. We just, it ain't nothing new. It's three of us, and none of us have the same opinion. So, we all, especially me, I'm like the most hard-headed one. And so. I'm the only girl, so it's difficult. No, because you know what it is. It's like just being a female is hard to get your voice out anyway. And then two dudes that like they really just be going at it. Like you got to prove, like, nah, nigga, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Give that airhead approach, right? I think you're not one of those girls. So no, I, not at so all. I no, I get no, no, no. I get respect, like you know, but it's just in my own battle with myself. It's like nah, 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 nah. Like you need to be heard. Like you need to state your opinion, whatever. So it's yeah, that's just with me. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> he got you with that one. He got you there. We gotta bring you. I like you. <laughs> you don't stop. <laughs> but yeah, no. Okay, what yeah. happened? Well, well, 
My, one of my last questions was as far as like, do you feel like DJ uh, female DJs right now are like just like more prevalent? Do you see more when you're out and about? Like, how's that work? Yeah, there's a lot, lot of, a lot of. I, DJs. I would say it's, it's way more prevalent than just like five years ago. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, a hundred percent. But as I say, like, yeah, I'm. I mean, I just think how many of them are really going to be in this five years from now? Like I could really say like, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. I really dedicate every single day to this. I don't do anything else. I don't invest in anything else. So I feel like a lot of people just do it because it looks cute. Cause it's hot. Cause you look good behind turntables, but Whoa, which which female are you talking about? I, I'm not. You, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna catch me. <laughs> I'm just fucking. Earlier, I was gonna say. Is it CJ the DJ? I ain't saying nothing. I thought I saw her yesterday. Oh, I know CJ. I don't even know who that is. I nah, don't know. Nah, obviously, you don't want to. Obviously, think, don't want to throw anybody some, under the bus. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But I think sometimes, you know, people call themselves a DJ too fast. You Ooh. know, so it's just like that's just what it is. Damn. Is there any DJ you think is whack? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. They don't. Exactly. So I don't think they do. I feel like when I go to I say 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 I go tonight, right? If I see just a flyer in New York City, right? You don't really if you don't know who the DJ is just off the top of your head, if it's not like Funk Flex or somebody like that, whatever the case may be. You're not really gonna know. Now, if you get there and the shit's lit and the DJ is spinning, like if it doesn't really matter, as long as she's, as long as that person is good enough, mm-hmm. then you, at the end of the day, you like, yeah, she's a good DJ. I right. Love the that tweet, but I'm like, Yo, yeah. And that's the only time you recognize when the DJ, who the DJ is, or like when it's the DJ's doing good. Yeah. When the DJ's doing good, you probably won't never know the person's name unless they're like a big person, and you'll never pay attention to it. Right. But when they suck, you'll be like, oh, I remember such and such sucked, you mm-hmm. know, and it's kind of messed up. I, 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 I remember yeah. when they're good. I remember when they're good. You know why? You know why? Hold up. You know why? What's it's that? because if the shit's lit, you gonna you gonna you want that energy. Mm-hmm. You want it. You don't want to go out, waste your time, and then not find the wave and just be at these whack ass parties. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, 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 yeah, that's, true. that's, true. that's true. Tyrese, go ahead. What's the difference between CJ the DJ getting a million followers and then just wanting a fucking DJ, and Wolf Tyler getting a million followers and just wanting to sing? Rap? I think it's the same thing. I think, I think, but I think it well because I know Wolf from before, so I've known her. I've watched her, right? But it's up to everybody what they want to do with their their platform. I think if I had a million uh, a million followers, I'd probably become I don't even fucking know. Like, yeah, like I think you have this big platform and you have some type of talent you think you could do something why not do it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but who's to say any of these people are going to be doing it down the line i think that's what yeah. counts is longevity we talk about this all the time and making sure it's like people really are in it for the right reasons and that will always be revealed at the end you know what i mean so hey if you have a million followers you want to become a dj go ahead like I, i'm not gonna shoot lane, down your grind but I don't blame you you know we all gotta eat somehow <laughs> so that's interesting man because like off the top of my head, like New York City DJs, like female, like I only really know a few DJ Sage, obviously now, uh, Vashti, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you, I wouldn't consider her in your lane though. No, she, she's you can't bring Vashti to Hot 97 and, and let spin. her spin records. Right. Like that's just a no no. Mm-hmm. You can't. Is Vashti a good DJ in your opinion? Go ahead. She's mm-hmm. a um a good 
technical DJ. Like, yeah, she could DJ, but that's all I will say. <laughs> Y'all not catching me on anything. <laughs> that, no, for real, that's all I'm going to say about that. Like, you know, she, yeah. she could DJ, but... um. But she's not like she doesn't DJ. That's but, not her life, though. It's, but it is a she, part of it. She does a lot. But she Vashi started off like in a different world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She started off at a different time. She also built a party at Webster Hall, which is really dope. So, and I feel like she does a lot for the culture in the sense of like yeah. you know making sneakers like and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, everybody's different. Everybody has a different lane. That's it. Okay. Which kid? Good political answer right there. It's I true. like that. Um, I think Vashi's cool. I never really heard her DJ. Um, no lie. I didn't. I don't remember. Webster. I, I didn't listen to her set though. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I was focusing <laughs> on me. Trying. I'm trying to DJ. Like, oh, wow, wow, <laughs> she wow, was. Wow. She was downstairs. We were upstairs. So. Yeah. Um. What you was doing? But like, but like, but like, Sage said, it's different. It's different. It's a different type of DJing, I guess. I don't know. I, like I don't, I don't knock nobody I don't knock nobody that, that like Like I get it Hustle. DJing is like the new like cool thing to do Or whatever and everybody wants to pick but it look, up But look there's so. there's people with 500 followers that just buy a laptop And start DJing tomorrow mm. you know So mm. whether you have a million 500 Let's see who's really here yeah, in a so couple it, years It's really about know? it you know what I'm saying so, mm. That's what it's about Cause y'all gonna see me I'm just saying Like okay. <laughs> Where I, I say I say this all the time. You could put me in a club with somebody who has a million followers. My set would be a hundred times better than every single time, mm. no matter who it is. I don't care. Mm. So now, before we leave out of here, that's the competitiveness. Mm. I like that spirit. Yeah. <laughs> we came in here all nice, like, yeah. and we're leaving so on a like different type of note. So now, but what if you're DJing? Like like after DJ Sage though, or like before. We we it go don't matter. Head to head. We we like matter. we is get a, really com- a, who's we the got really DJ? competitive. Don't play. Y'all oh. know what it is. I'm not gonna answer that. Who's the better Who's the better DJ? You say you used to smash any DJ. <laughs> I, I do, but God, you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. <laughs> I mean. I, I'll say We definitely I, go head to head though Don't lie yeah, like, like the yeah Like I'll be on it I'm like, better My set was better And I'll be like Nah my set was better Don't Yeah play. it's definitely competition It's up and down Sometimes his set is better than mine I'll be like damn 95% of the time but, 95% of the time My set is better Oh god Now this Ooh, Come out okay. Come out one night please yeah. All of y'all okay. <laughs> Where can we guys hear, hear Hear your sets at You guys DJing tonight This weekend Let the people know Yeah tonight I'm at Mercury Lounge um, For Live Like Davis's birthday With Michael medium juanito and hip-hop mike uh tonight i'm at bronx public in the bronx okay what type of events are both halloween parties or yeah it's halloween. a halloween party yeah. Yeah. sorry i don't halloween even have a really costume my thing yeah. but who you guys dressing up as halloween i don't even have a costume myself <laughs> okay i guess the dj isn't, isn't required to. no i want I mean, to I, I like dressing up but i'm a little late with everything today yeah. okay you don't know who you're gonna be following you nope. gonna be yourself i have no idea i was trying to be it but it looks like it's gonna take a lot of work so <laughs> i'm passing on that right, that's fair enough that's mm-hmm. fair enough you guys have any more questions for dj sage and rich kid uh, i think i think they covered everything that was everything actually hold on we, we, if you got some say to no, the no, microphone no, no. We, we, we do have a question we got like a 60 oh all right, all right, okay. all right. after this after this all right so this one all right Okay. This is what I'm gonna do. Uh, look into that camera right there. Shout out to uh, shout out to the War Report one time. Shout out to you guys Instagram. How you guys, how they can follow you? Excuse me. Um, Can't see Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff like that. Well, the camera can see you, you both. 
right now? Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. Shout out. Wait, what is it? War Report. I'm sorry. Yeah, shout out to the War Report. Okay. Of course. Shout out to the War Report. I'm DJ Sage from High 97. You can follow me on Instagram at DJ Sage. Shout out to the War Report. It's DJ Rich Kid. You can find me on Instagram, DJ Rich Kid with two Ds on everything. All right, gang, man. We're gang, signing gang, out. Gang, <laughs> gang, gang, gang. Shit. We're signing out. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, War Report Radio, on Instagram, War underscore Report Radio. And uh, on iTunes, War Report Radio Series, iTunes cool. podcast section. Make sure you guys check this interview out. This was dope. Uh, right, thanks for having thank us. You. We're signing out. Peace. Later. <laughs>